Okay, ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to another episode of the Spotlight Series. So this is going to be a, a farm fresh, a month old banger, y'all. So, is it even a month at this point? Yeah, it came out second. Oh, so yeah. From May. So, All right. It's, it, it's close. So It feels like it wasn't that long ago because <laughs> it's still so permanent right now in like culture and oh, people that, talking about it online oh, and memes. just... And in my brain, because I can't get over it, so. <laughs> yeah, the, the memes out here of how the movie could end fast. I literally just stumbled upon one. Oh, yeah. Talking about it. Oh, multiverse stuff. So, obviously, you you kind of have an idea what we're talking about. We're talking about Doctor Strange in the Multiverse of Madness. Mm-hmm. So, we picked June. 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 We picked June for comic book month because... Two banger ass movies were gonna be out and available for watching in June. So the Batman, which we're gonna do or did, and then Doctor Strange. And the next movie is it's down the road, right? Thor. Oh, Thor, sweet. Comes that comes out we'll... in a month, couple yeah. months. Yeah. So that'll come out. We'll watch that probably next year, or we'll review it next year. So we are doing. Doctor Strange. So this is the second movie in his series, but his like what fourth time? Fourth or fifth appearance? Yes. So well, because he was in let's see, Doctor Strange one. Yeah. He was in Infinity War, Endgame, No Way Home, and this one. So fifth appearance. Yes. So just real quick for anybody, if you don't know anything about Doctor Strange, yeah. Usually in the comic books, Doctor Strange is the type of character that has an idea about all the bad things before they get there. And he's like, oh, no, this big scary thing's coming, y'all. We we, we got to team up. We need to prepare. He's not really the best fighter. Back in the day, Doctor Strange was pretty overpowered. And then they took a lot of his powers away because he used to just shit on stuff. Like back in the day, Superman, the one that sneezed the whole galaxy away. Yeah, he was kind of like that. <laughs> but they toned him down because... He was a bit popular, but not as popular as, like, you know, the X-Men or anything like that. So Who is? Yeah. So they, they toned him down some, and he became a lot of just a watcher. Eh, not the watcher, but kind of just overlooking things and just getting ready. Uh, during the whole Infinity Saga, him and Silver Surfer were the ones, like, coming up with the plan. They're like, okay, we got to do this and that. Like, shit's getting stupid out here, y'all. And then everybody else was like, we'll fight and keep them busy and get our asses kicked. <laughs> and, you know, so it was like that. But Doctor Strange, he's a pretty cool character. In the last decade or two, he has gotten a lot bigger, especially because MCU uh, and all the cartoons and video games with him. He's gotten a lot bigger and cooler, honestly. And just like with Iron Man, just like with, uh, no, Deadpool's always crazy. There's some more comic book characters that have slightly changed because of their movie counterparts. Doctor Strange is starting to change a little bit, but the comic one, I will say, is a little bit cooler than uh, Benedict Cumberbatch. But there's some good stories out there. I keep telling Katie about the one about the aliens that just eat magic. And then Doctor Strange and all his friends are fighting with a little bit bit of magic they have left. And it's like Indiana Jones, but magic. It's It's a really good story, so... I'm, I'm excited for the future. So the, the Multiverse of Madness, it comes from a lot of Doctor Strange's choices. So 
in the first movie, the first Doctor Strange film, you know, he saves the day and hooray, reverse time a billion times and the bad guy just got bored. <laughs> in that one, he didn't want to stay with Christine. He thought everything would be all dangerous and scary. So he kind of doesn't get with her. And that comes up in this movie and actually causes issues. In Endgame and Infinity War, he was able to look into the future and looked up, I can't remember how many possible... 14 million 600 yeah some crazy number and he's like there's 609 or something like, yeah <laughs> there's only one instance where we win and iron man's like okay let's do the plan he's like it ain't gonna be good you're not gonna like it <laughs> this plan is gonna suck balls but uh, so it was all dr strange's plan he was the one that saw it he's like i'm the ball's in my hand. I'm the quarterback with this play. This is going to fucking suck. People are going to get injured with this play, but we're going to win the, the Super Bowl, but people aren't going to play football anymore after this game. It, actually, that was a damn good metaphor. It's like, you're going to break your ACL. Like, you're going to tear everything. We're going to win, but you ain't playing football after this. Like, oh, shit. And this, oh, and with No Way Home, our boy Spider-Man, you know, he wanted to go to college and... Doctor Strange being a bit silly and kind of callous with his magic, uh, they just caused a whole situation and they tore into the fabric of space time. And things are starting to bleed through. Well, that's was one hundred percent Peter's fault. Oh yeah, but, you're blaming Doctor Strange. It was not his fault. Yeah, he but he's responsible one with the powers. He should have been like, dude, just call the fucking dean and just talk to him or something. Like I he should, told him that. Yeah, yeah. But he's like, oh, those puppy dog guys. Fuck it. I'll fuck with everybody's I memories mean, and Tom stuff. I mean, Tom Holland's puppy dog guys. Like, I know. No he, one can, no one can resist. He's supposed to be responsible. He's supposed to be no responsible one can adult resist. in the room. You know how many people told him and Zendaya not to fucking get together? The puppy, do- puppy dog guys did not. <laughs> Zendaya could not resist. Don't you do it. Don't you do it. And then Zendaya <laughs> just looked at Tom Holland and his puppy dog guys. And now they're just together forever and right. adorable. It is pretty cute. <laughs> So, at the end of that movie, after us getting probably the coolest team-up ever with three uh, Peter- If you have not seen No Way Jesus Home... Christ, at this point, you've seen memes of it. Maybe. But if you've not seen No Way Home, stop listening to this episode and go do something else with your life. Or, go watch No Way Home. Yeah, I'll probably listen to the episode we did. Or we're going to do No Way Home. We haven't done it yet. <laughs> we probably, at this point, we probably will. Because this is after. But uh, we get to see some cool stuff in there. And the space-time continuum wasn't completely healed after that. So this movie is just off the heels of No Way Home. And the world is just a bit fuckier, as I like to say. And that's that's where we start this. So, Katie, what would you think about Doctor Strange and the Multiverse of Madness? Okay, I'm going to preface this by just warning everyone that if you have not watched the show WandaVision on Disney+, Plus, some of what is happening, a lot of what is happening in this movie is not going to make sense to you. Like, Wanda's plot is very important to this story. So stop what you're doing, go spend a day, binge WandaVision, and then come back and watch Multiverse of Madness so you understand where everyone's headspace is when we go into this movie. 
Okay, that being said, I really, really, really like this movie. It was a beautiful first step of taking the MCU into like this horror kind of world um, where shit is creepy. Like they they took their first little, they dipped a toe in What If um, with the like the zombie comic version of what it like that that episode where oh, everyone yeah. was zombies in what if that was like their first little like let me just dip a toe in it and see if we can do it and they did it really well like the animated zombie apocalypse marvel version was really cool and they were like you know what we did well okay let's let's do a whole movie like that let's see how everyone everyone really responded well to this episode we're gonna see how the world will respond to a whole ass movie that is horror themed. And as now a horror fan, it was great. If you are a Sam Raimi fan, which we are here for sure, you will see a ton of callbacks in this movie to him and his different movies and the things that he always does in his movies. And that was really cool to see. And you can definitely tell they were going for a scarier version of the MCU in this. And I really liked that. Um, I will say this movie, while the rest of the MCU has been up to this point, mostly fine for for kids. Like, you know, all the kids love Spider-Man, love Peter Parker and all of that, you know, the kid stuff. I would not recommend this movie to young kids. Do not watch if you have kids under 13. Yeah, this one's probably. pretty wild. Um, I mean, it's definitely a case-by-case basis. If your kids are into, like, the scary, gory thing, like, they'll probably be okay. But if your kids have not been exposed to very much, like, gore or just horror stuff at all... This movie's going to freak them the fuck out. And you should maybe not watch this with them. Like, watch it alone and decide for yourself if you think your kids can handle it. Because it is not your typical Marvel movie. That's for damn sure. It's really good, though. You're going to love it. Adults are going to love it. If you like a little bit of horror with your your villains and (laughs) heroes. (laughs) I enjoyed this movie. So Katie brought it up that... The director, it's my boy Sam Raimi, and it's like like she said, it's a Sam Raimi movie. Like you see, zombies pop out the same exact way they pop out in fucking Army of Darkness. Zombies are winking. The camera it does the cool shake and zooming up to people's faces when they see something. This it's legit. The one thing we didn't get was someone building or grabbing a weapon and just looking at it. Not even saying groovy. But just grabbing a weapon and looking at it and just, like, says one word. I'm sad we didn't get anything like that. I'd, I'd have probably screamed in the theater. But it, it, it's a great movie. The So even before I saw reviews and stuff, when we left the theater, I was very happy. You know, Katie and I went to see it the first night. It just the one thing I had to say, I was like, I enjoyed this movie. Just the pacing. It felt so frantic while we were watching it. It just, there was no real break to it. It was just constant, just like, oh shit, oh shit, oh shit. And I'm like, god damn, this movie's moving fast. And it's like two and something hours long. It's not the longest, but it ain't the shortest movie. Uh, but it just felt 
like they were they didn't have enough time to fit everything in so they were in such a rush so it felt like it it was crazy i think for me i feel like that was intentional like because the movie ends up being um it's essentially a chase scene the whole movie yeah we're honestly we are seeing one character uh the bad guy character chase the good guys in and out of different universes and they're you know the bad guy is trying to get a hold of the the good guys for one reason or another and they're just hopping from universe to universe trying to figure out how to stop the situation and the franticness of it just makes it made me feel at least like i was the one being chased like as we're hopping (laughs) through um i feel like that really just added to the complexity of the movie for me anyways like yes it was chaotic but it's, you know, it's called Multiverse of Madness. Like, it's meant to be chaotic. I don't know. I enjoyed it. Yeah. I I absolutely loved it. The... It, they explain why some people act the way they do in this movie. But it kind of felt like a step back for a few people. Just to have, like, a villain in the movie. And it was fine. But I, I was a little disappointed with people. Because... After some shows, people were like, oh, I'm better. I, I can, I'm, you know, I, I'm figuring shit out. And then 20 minutes later, they're like, oh, I'm evil as fuck. And I'm like, what? What <laughs> What the fuck's happening? But it was still awesome. And like Katie said, it's like Friday the 13th. This person cannot be stopped, cannot be killed. All you can do is run and put things in their way. That's all they were doing. Mm-hmm. They were like, we need to get the fuck away from it. It's scary stuff. So, uh. I really liked it. It just it just felt so damn frantic. I still liked it, but boy howdy, it was fucking wild. Uh, but no, I if you haven't seen it, I would give it an absolute shot. It, it's a damn good movie. I really liked it. So um, yeah, I didn't we even talk about the people that helped make this. So this film I learned was supposed to come out like in 2016, but then just. How the world was going, and not not COVID or anything like that. It's just plans. It kind of pushed things back. But then, when COVID actually hit, this movie was supposed to come out before No Way Home. And, I could see that. And America Chavez was supposed to be in No Way Home, and she was gonna. Oh, that's fun. Yeah, she was gonna show up, but then they fixed the scripts and then just put America in this movie, which is fine. You know, I. I'm fine with that. I'm, I'm glad. I don't know what she would have done in No Way. Well, it well was she would have opened the stuff. portals. Yeah, yeah. But I'm glad this movie came out when it did. Uh, at least post WandaVision. Because like, this movie would have been a completely different movie had it come out in 2016. Like, yeah. like the entire plot of this movie would have been completely different. I don't even know had if their idea out. was going to be multiverse stuff at that point. we got to think 2016 is like prior to infinity war like we're that's like fucking end of phase two it it wouldn't have been beginning of phase three like (laughs) yeah everything would have been so different yeah it would have just been a doctor strange two. like will he get christine back or whatever the fuck like it wouldn't have been what it is they would have been this would have been doctor strange three essentially honestly yeah but no um so you know they got sam raimi to direct this film and this was his first big Marvel film or Sony or comic book film since Spider-Man 3, the universally panned and grumpily hated Spider-Man movie. 
not from his fault, but the people up above that were dropping the money were like, hey, you need more villains in this movie. He's like, hey, I have an idea. I want another movie after this. And he's like, nope, put them all in there. And he's like, so you want him to have four fucking villains in this movie? Do it. He's like, that seemed kind of stupid. Okay. And yeah, Spider-Man's fighting everybody in that movie. It's really dumb. And Spider-Man 3 was the first real time we got to see how studio involvement fucks up filmmakers' visions as far as comic book movies go. Um, Spider-Man was... Spider-Man and the X-Men trilogy, the original X-Men trilogy, Mm. were the first... They were the first, like, real comic book... I mean, Blade 2. The three of those were the first, like comic book movies where that was over 20 years ago at this point and they really laid the groundwork um but by the time spider-man 3 came out the fucking company was making so much money off of the property off of the previous two movies that they were like you know what we want a little bit more involvement so you have to do what we say <laughs> and they fucked it up and marvel I feel like Marvel has kind of learned from their mistakes a lot. Well, like, Sony Marvel has not. Yeah, they don't... Sony Marvel... They don't know where to start. Sony Marvel keeps fucking putting their foot in the way of their directors and changing whatever the fuck they feel like and fucking it up. Uh, Disney Marvel, they've got it under control. Kevin Feige knows what the hell he's doing, and he doesn't overstep his bounds to push any specific idea and he has built this insane like framework that crosses what the 30 movies i think at this point almost um but the company that suffers the most from this is wb and they fuck it up all the time with dc every single fucking dc film almost is like oh yeah i see what you're doing with superman there I don't like it. Change it. Yeah. And then they fuck up Superman's origin story because whoever was going to fucking make the movie had a perfect plan and the studio's like, nope, we want this person or we want this thing to happen or we want this and they just keep, you know, piecing together whatever the fuck the CEOs want and that's not what comic book fans want, which is why (laughs) WB or DC movies keep just doing shitty. Yeah. Except for Batman films, which... Just like Spider-Man films, always do great. Yeah. Even Spider-Man 3, which we're talking about, universally just shitted on. Did that movie make a lot of money? Yeah, damn right it did, because it's fucking Spider-Man. Yeah. (laughs) So with Sam Raimi, being that this is his first big movie since Spider-Man 3, uh, he was a little worried that, you know, he wasn't going to have, bring out the idea that he wanted, and he wanted to go with horror, because he, his first film ever was horror he's really good at it and you know the higher-ups didn't really mess with it and so that's why this film technically not even technically it is the first marvel horror film mm-hmm. it, it, it is it, it really is and he brought in people that he trusts and loves to help him with this film uh, his editor is a long long time friend that edits almost all of his movies the I want to say cinematographer has done a lot of things. He, he hell, he 
Bruce Campbell's in this movie. <laughs> so it's just tons of just little things that Sam Raimi's good at, and he put it all together. So uh, in this film, we get Benedict Cumberbatch as Doctor Strange, Elizabeth Olsen as the Scarlet Witch. I mean, yes, you call her Wanda, but she's the Scarlet Witch in this movie. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm going to fuck his name up. Ch- Chiweedle as you four. Chiweedle. Chiweedle? Chiweedle. Chiweedle. He is Mordo, Baron Mordo. He does nothing in this movie. Then Benedict Wong. He's Wong. <laughs> and he's awesome. Wong for Wong. Right? Uh, Sochi Gomez. She plays America Chavez. And it's... I, I enjoy how Marvel finds the right way, I suppose, to bring in new characters. America Chavez is a pretty new character in Marvel. She makes multiverse star holes and can travel around and she's like stupid strong and i don't think she's she's like immortal in the comics and stuff and she just travels around it's kind of like a doctor who kind of situation with her uh and she's new and so they were like well we're gonna do multiverse stuff but we bring the person that makes star star holes (laughs) bella said fuck that mouse you know, she makes star holes and jumps through universes. So I thought that was really cool. Rachel McAdams is in this bad boy. Hey, it's Christine. And then you see like four more Doctor Stranges in this. Uh, yeah, this movie's several super different duper wild. Doctor Stranges, several different Wandas, several different like all sorts of people, and many, many cameos. Yes, I'm excited to talk about those when we get there. Yeah, so we'll um we'll get through the story. There's gonna be some spots where I stop and just kind of explain some things because it just it will make more sense. Bella, get out of the bag. Bella, what's in the bag? Bella, get out of here. God damn. <laughs> so when we start the movie, we see America Chavez and Doctor Strange. They are running from a demon, and they're in in between realities, like this weird. Uh, it's kind of what, it's not the mirror world that he used in No Way Home, but it's kind of like one of those weird versions. And they are looking for the Book of Ashanti. So if you know anything about Doctor Strange, it's one of those, it's not a MacGuffin. It's one of those special things like, it can do anything. It's kind of like, it, it, it fixes any wish that you want or anything like that. And it's the opposite of the evil book, the Darkhold. So they're looking for that and it's going to help them with their issue we don't know what it is yet so dr strange he's getting fucked up by this demonic monster and america she opens up a portal and there's a moment where dr strange is like don't let this demon thing get to you because it wants your power and dr strange says i could use your power i could take your power from you and i can get us out of here well i can get me out of here because if i take your power you're going to die. And, you know, America's like, I don't want to die. And he's like, sorry, kid. Like, this is the only choice. So it goes back to Endgame where he's like, this is the only thing we can do. So Doctor Strange, like I said, he's all about making the crazy play. He's like, yeah, <laughs> you're not playing football after this, Chief. But we're going to win in the end. So he starts taking the power from America's body. But then the demon comes in and fucks it all up. And actually, Doctor Strange gets impaled. And so he goes down, and he actually pushes America through the portal she made, because she's really good at 
freaking out and just kind of making portals. And then she gets sucked into the portal and Doctor Strange's dead body, now dead body, goes through the portal and they end up in Earth 616. Now, I know there's some nerds out there like, but Otis, the, the MCU, that's Earth 199999. I, I know, I know. So apparently, the comic book world, which is Earth 616, and the MCU are the same, or whoever did it, they just don't give a fuck. So, you know. <laughs> so, we are now with our Doctor Strange, and he rescues America from an invisible monster. He uses the Eye of Ashanti. Hey, look at that. And he opens... I don't know, he opens up everybody's, like, third eye, and they're able to see, holy shit, it's Shuma Gorath from Marvel's Capcom 2, if you know what I'm talking about. Yeah, you're cool, you're cool. They actually had to change the name because they didn't technically have the rights to it, which was really weird to me. So, his name is, oh, it's got a stupid-ass name. Uh, let me look it up real quick. Oh, his name is Gargantos. What a stupid name. Should have just been Shuma Gorath. But they didn't want to get sued, so I get it. So, after America sees our Doctor Strange, she's sitting there like, oh, you're just as bad as him. He's like, what are you talking about, man? And it's like, well, I was getting help from one of you, one of you dickheads, and then you tried to kill me and take my power. And he's like, oh, well, that's fucked up. So, they grab the body of his counterpart from another universe, and then they dump it. Uh, actually makes a grave on the top of a, an apartment building. I was like, holy shit. So, <laughs> with help from the real source of Supreme in this world, hey, it's Wong. Because apparently, when Doctor Strange was snapped away for five years, Wong's like, oh shit. And so he was in charge, and he never gave the title back. So Doctor Strange is technically not Sorcerer Supreme in the movies. He's just really good at what he does. And Wong... Wong's like, I respect you, but you're not, you're not Sorcerer Supreme, because you suck. <laughs> so, America tells the guys that she's been getting chased by demons and monsters, all this stuff, because of her sweet-ass power that she uses to travel through the multiverse. And she needs help, Dagnabbit. So, Doctor Strange is like, I know a person. I'll be right back. Hey, look at this! Doctor Strange meets up with Wanda. So this is Wanda right after WandaVision. So if you don't know anything about WandaVision, uh, it's a damn good show. And it is, there were a whole lot of question marks when the show started about why it's in black and white. Why does it seem like a TV show? Why does Wanda have kids? And why is everything just a little bit off? Why do people grimace and not want to be in the tv show yeah so the twist is that wanda she kidnapped a whole town of people along with vision's dead android body and created a world so her powers have gotten that strong that absurd that she was able to change the fabric of reality in a town and turn it into old-timey tv shows that she loved when she was a kid and she was able to create two children. She was able to make people out of nothing. So, towards the end of the show, we meet up with Sword, a 
counterpart of S.H.I.E.L.D. And they're assholes. Well, the leader's an asshole. And we meet up with Monica Rambeau. Hey! It's Spectrum. She goes through and gets powers and stuff. But Wanda is finally talked off the edge because the bad guys, good guys, are trying to break into the force field bubble world. And Wanda's like, if you come in here and mess with my family, I'm killing everybody. And she actually, she's making the bubble bigger. So she's trying to just absorb everything because Wanda don't give a fuck anymore. So finally, after Vision and New Vision, because the bad guys make a new one, they fight and she's talked down off the ledge. And she accepts that her kids aren't real and Vision's still dead. She's, she's starting to get that. This is the Wanda that we meet up with. And so... Doctor Strange comes to her for help because, you know, he's not the only magic person in town anymore. And her magic is stronger than his. Yes. But Wanda slips up while they're talking. Wanda says America's name. And Doctor Strange stops for a second and is like, wait, I didn't tell you her name. And then Wanda's like, damn, I thought I could keep this up a little bit longer. Yeah, it was me. I... I, I led those demons uh, to the girl. I've been trying to catch her for a while. Yeah, she's she's pretty she's pretty crafty. And Wanda's like, I need her, so I can find my two kids in another reality, and be the mom that they deserve. And you're like, oh shit, you super crazy. And so she tells Doctor Strange, you got twelve hours. Give me the kid. No one gets or I'm going to get the kid from you. And Doctor Strange is like, you talking kind of big. She's like, yeah, I can because I'm a bad bitch. So, Doctor Strange, they go to Kamartage. Uh, it's uh, it's like Wondergore, kind of. It's it's where Doc, it's where Doctor Strange and all his friends work on their magic and stuff like that. It's a really cool place in the comics. But yes. So, Wong and everybody else, they hunker down because... It's the Scarlet Witch. And so what we learn in WandaVision is Scarlet Witch is a very scary thing. They can do whatever they feel like, honestly. That's kind of what we learned from the villain of the show. Being a Scarlet Witch is pretty awesome. So Wanda pops up. She's like, okay, give me the kid. <laughs> Doctor Strange is like, nah, we ain't doing that. You're going to have to fight us. And she's like, yeah, I was expecting that. And she starts swinging on this fucking mountain of sorcerers and she starts shitting on them she's absurd they fight her in multiple places and she's going through water y'all she's any puddle any reflection in a room she's coming through it like freddy krueger in the third nightmare movie remember when he was great he's jumped through the, the fucking mirrors grabbing people she was doing that so oh man it's absurd so america freaks out so she understands that she can only turn her powers on when she's freaked the fuck out about something and so her and dr strange hop through the star portal they kind of get sucked in and they go through many different worlds uh there's a black and white world a world where they're paint and there's one it looks like it was helheim the, the paint world was a fucking mess yeah uh it looks like they go through helheim which is the i don't know hell and viking universes someone Norse mythology yeah yeah someone saw something they were like that's helheim uh there's a couple of faces that go by in some of the worlds people saw like 
really strong, like, strong, strong people just in the background. Like, what the fuck? So, yeah, there's, there's a lot of nods and a lot of really cool characters that should pop up soon. So, I'm very excited. But, they pop to Earth 838. Now, someone's probably asking, is that a special world, Otis? No, it's, they just put numbers together. <laughs> they added two to 616. <laughs> that was it. Uh, it's nothing special about that world. There are billions, like, there are so many multiverse stories, and they just add numbers together. Uh, just like I said, the movie universe is 199999. That's... You know, that's that Earth, but... That's what they decided? That's what it was before they changed it to 616 oh, okay. in this movie, so... Yeah. But they end up in 838, and so this world is really odd. This one shows that Doctor Strange, he sacrificed himself to save the world from our purple face some bitch Thanos... So this world, he he died, and he's like, "What the fuck?" <laughs> you know, and he's like, "But the choices, man." So I guess there were other choices, but he probably didn't count those choices because he would die in it. So you sneaky sly some bitch, Doctor Strange. There were other choices out there, but anyway, we find out a little bit later why he died. <laughs> so while this is happening, Wanda grabs the Darkhold, the evil book, you know, the opposite of Book of Vashanti. And she learns to dreamwalk, so she can hop into any other Wanda's body and just hijack it. And so she hops into 838. This Wanda is just living in the suburbs with her two kids, happy. This version, she had the kids, I guess, real? And then just create them? And she just hops into the body and is like, I'll be back, children. Wee! And just floats off. <laughs> so she starts hopping around. While she is trying to get stuff done, hey, Wong is being held captive. One of Wong's friends come up, comes up and destroys the Darkhold, which means your body gets destroyed. Because she straight melted in front of them. And so the Dreamwalk got canceled out. Wanda's super duper pissed off. And she talks to Wong. And she's like, take me to Mount Wondergore, the place where the Darkhold was created. Because I have to do this and he's like i'm not doing that that shit's stupid he's like i will kill everybody you care about homie and he's like yeah you're right you sure will he's like hey man it's a suicide mission no one comes back from that place she's like well we're gonna be the first ones <laughs> so they start heading to mount wondergore so while they while dr strange and america are in 838 they talk to the sorcerer supreme of that world hey it's, it's mordo he became sorcerer supreme and he's really nice and so Doctor Strange was ready to fight when he saw him. But he's like, oh shit. Oh, you're good here. I don't like that. And so he gets drugged by this Mordo. Oh no, things don't change. And they get put into cells. And they have these sweet ass little bands that cancel out powers. That's really hardcore. And Doctor Strange sees that this world has a Christine. So earlier in the movie, Doctor Strange is at Christine's wedding. He's not getting married to her because he's a big old dum-dum. But she's getting married to someone else. And he he kind of regrets that he never said anything to her. Like, I really love you and we should have been together. She's like, yeah, 
kind of passed, bud. (laughs) Kind of lost your chance, so I'm out. See you. So this Christine is working with a group called the Illuminati. And so the second I heard that, I was like, hey. And part of the Baxter Research Project. So if you know anything, there's one group that works in the Baxter building. It's the Fantastic Four, y'all. So the Illuminati rolls into the room and Doctor Strange meets them. And it's a pretty crazy group. So the group consists of Baron Morda. Peggy fucking Carter. So if you remember the... oh. Captain Britain. Yes. So the episode of What If, the one if, what if Peggy got the super soldier serum? Instead of Steve. So Steve stays polio tiny, gets himself a sweet ass mech. Oh, it was dope. And Captain Carter goes on a fucking rampage and just shits on the Nazis. The Captain Carter suit is so fucking cool. It's pretty sweet. Oh my gosh. It's so good. Her fucking shield. Ugh. So one of the writers of the movie, I watched an interview with him, and someone asked, they're like, is this the Captain Carter from the What If show? And he's like, no. <laughs> he's, like, <laughs> he's like, God, I hope not. With the shifty so, eyes. Yeah, No, but he was like, no, I hope not. So we'll, we'll talk about it a little bit later what happens to Peg. But hey, it's Blackguard Boltagon. That's a dumb name. Yeah, it is. It's Black. <laughs> Horrible name. It's Black Bolt, y'all. Black Gar Boltagon. Yeah, and people still out there are like, who the fuck's Black Bolt, Otis? He's an Inhuman. So, Dollar Store X-Men. There's only one. There's only one Inhuman that I love. His name is Lockjaw. How dare you? Quake is beautiful. Yeah, she's not a big old giant puppy that can teleport. That everyone loves in the Marvel Universe. He's the, he's the best boy he teleports and saves everybody. No, Quake is Wanda strong. She can fucking destroy the Earth. Well, Lockjaw could teleport everybody away. Because he's awesome. So could America, apparently. <laughs> <laughs> but so, that Inhuman show didn't do well, so... Not at all. <laughs> so let's just forget Lockjaw exists. Yeah, I know. So, Black Bolt, his power is, his voice is stupid, stupid, stupid strong. I said three stupids because it's really that strong. Yeah, I think... Black Canary from, like, the DC world, except he's not allowed to talk because he's so strong. One time he yelled at the Hulk when he was Savage Hulk, like, I came back from that other planet that y'all left me on, Illuminati. That Hulk. And he yells at him on the moon. He destroys the moon. And Hulk's like, God damn, that kind of hurt. And just kept going. That Hulk was scary and no one could stop him. Only reason he stopped because he calmed down. (laughs) No one could stop him. But... Black Bolt, his voice is dangerous, so he does sign language, and his wife, Crystal, she understands him. I think they have a psychic link, so she's the voice of Black Bolt, because he's like, if he says anything, you will die. Your skin will come off. It's like the lore of God that that the voice, the actual voice of God would melt your human brain. Oh, what they yeah. say in Dogma, like... Yeah. Oh, yeah, I'm the voice. I'm Metatron. I'm the voice of God. Because if you heard God actually speak, her voice would melt your puny human brains. So. Right. Yeah. What's the fuck's wrong with that mute chick? Why are you hugging my ears? <laughs> Why the <laughs> fuck did his head explode? <laughs> He's asking the real questions. Oh, God, I love that movie. And then Maria Rambo. 
But you said Monica Rambeau was in WandaVision. Yeah, this is her mom. So this... This is Carol Danvers' best friend from Captain Marvel. So I get so what if that Maria got the Captain Marvel powers instead of Carol? Which I thought was pretty cool. And then Reed Richards. (laughs) I literally like squeed in the theater when this cameo popped up, guys. Like hardcore the whole audience just like oh my god fucking finally yeah. it's about goddamn time it was pretty sweet and so the person that played reed richards john krasinski oh my this heart. has been an ongoing theory that he was going to be reed richards for, for years now yeah for like a decade and he kept saying y'all i ain't doing that fuck well, and then and he, even like, smile a little bit. And then even <laughs> several times he said he wanted to do it, but Marvel hadn't contacted him. Yeah, like he's he's definitely been one of those things. The Marvel secret, the Marvel's best kept secrets. They've been doing that this shit to us for a while. Uh, but you know, I'm not gonna be in it. I'm not in it. Fucking same shit as No Way Home with the other Spider Man, and just like we're not in it. We're not in it. Psych. We're in it. <laughs> and everyone loses their shit. John Krasinski totally fucking did that in this movie, and I lost my goddamn mind. So, if no one knows, I'm not the biggest fan of Fantastic Four. I think as a full story, we got the best version called The Incredibles, and it will never get better than that. I don't like them, but fuck their villains are awesome. I need me a Doctor Doom that doesn't die in one movie. I need a Galactus movie. That could be its own fucking Avengers story. Everybody against Galactus. God damn, that's a moneymaker. And Squirrel Girl saves the day. Right? Squirrel Girl just swings on people off panel. <laughs> They're like, what the fuck happened? She's like, I beat him up. Like, how? How did you do it? The power of the squirrels. Right? When I left him or right, I hit him. <laughs> They're like, fuck, you're strong. What's her squirrel's name? Oh, Tippy Toe. Tippy Toe. <laughs> Oh, there's another one. I, I can't love... remember. Because yeah, Tippy Toe gets she has old. Two of them, yeah, yeah. Tippy Toe gets old. She gets another squirrel, I think. Um, but then you think, Otis, please. I can only get so erect. Please, these cameos can only make me so hard. Guess who the fuck rolls out in his yellow wheelchair <laughs> to the fucking updated version of the X Men theme? Y'all, Professor X. Come guys, out. guys, when I tell you. The fucking feeling in this theater was already... We were already at like an 11, okay? Like, you can't go past 10. This theater was already at an 11 when John Krasinski popped out and was fucking Reed Richards. When they... When Patrick Stewart rolled out as Professor X to the updated fucking X-Men theme, the entire theater just like all gasp for air because it was so intense it was so fucking good guys and so oh my god if if you don't know why that's such an intense awesome thing it's because x-men were owned by sony and that was just an ongoing fox fox thank you spider-man has sony yeah so and Fox, they've been trying their best to keep everything split because they don't own everything else. So why would they make a movie with all this other shit that they're not going to make money off of? And then it's yeah. just plans. It's all this stupid shit. I understand it. So X-Men has been in this little bubble by itself for a very long time because Marvel back in the day, go figure, y'all, they went bankrupt multiple times. Mm-hmm. 
back in the 90s. They were about to not be a thing. So they sold off their properties. To just anybody that would want it. And so Sony's like, shit, I, we'll, we'll take, take Spider-Man. Spider-Man. Fuck yeah. And all his villains, Dibs. Yeah. And the Fantastic Four. Yeah. Dibs. Yeah, gimme. And Fox was like, you know what? We want the X-Men. Yeah. All of them. We Every sure single one. will. We're going to take the X-Men. It, and that's how we got that X-Men trilogy. Yeah. And all of the subsequent, like Days of Future Past, all the reboots of X-Men, that's all been through Fox, which is kind of why there's a lot of inconsistencies there. Yes. And so, unfortunately, Fox usually ain't the best at making an X good X-Men movie. The only thing I will credit them for is their incredible casting. Oh, Quicksilver is the best version of For many of them. Many of the characters. Not all. I'm not going to say all because we all know there are problems with the franchise. But whoever was in charge of casting of X-Men 1, who was like, you know who should play Professor X? Oh, yeah. Fucking Patrick Stewart. Just give them all the money. They deserve yeah, all the money solid. in the world. That's the best casting that's ever happened in the history of the world. Yeah. So, at this point, Marvel, with their giant just bags of money, S's with crosses through them, <laughs> went to Fox and was like, gimme. Their canvas like, sacks of money. Yeah, and they were like, yeah, you fucking right. <laughs> yep. Here's 20 bags. Get the fuck out of my face. Yeah, so a few like, yes, years sir. ago, <laughs> a few years ago, Disney finally sealed the deal. Finally, after many, many years, got Fox to give it up. And it has taken, since that deal, what, in like 2017? Something like that. I think, for us to finally get mention of the X-Men. Yeah. There's been little hints. They keep hinting at, you know, metahumans and inhumans, and but they can't say, they couldn't say mutants before. Yeah. But now, now, here, in this moment in this movie, in eight, Earth 838, we have fucking mutants yes so this version of this earth they had the x-men there they can't show the x-men yet just like in deadpool when he jokes he's like man this giant mansion you don't see anybody walking around kind of like we don't have the money to have anybody else here and he looks right <laughs> at the camera <laughs> and it's the truth <laughs> they can't have everybody in this yeah. bitch but in this world they explain that yeah we know about multiverse people you're not the first multiverse person we've seen and stuff and you need to quit because you hopping around just kind of touching shit with your dick like you've been doing that causes incursions what's an incursion someone asked out there that's when multiple earths crash into each other and you have to choose which one's going to survive or they both explode (laughs) so that's what happened to the ultimate universe where miles morales came from and other people that aren't that as important as Miles Morales, and Earth-616. And so they dragged as many people they could over, and the Fantastic Four with other smart people, they got rid of that Earth. They blew it up. So they are telling our Doctor Strange that you got to quit because we're not dealing with another incursion just like our Doctor Strange did. And so they show a flashback. So they defeat thanos on planet titan so you remember when dr strange and iron man were fighting to get the glove off of dr of thanos before he had all the stones in uh what's the first one infinity war infinity war and you remember when you know the guardians kind of fucked it up or that was peter, just peter Chris fucked Pratt, it up? Yeah. yeah that's where they beat him yeah so titan. he didn't even get the earth so i don't even know if he had all the stones when they fought him 
No, he only had the power stone at that point. I thought he had two of them when he fought on Titan. He had power in space, I think. Oh, he might have had the... He might have had Maybe space. reality, too. Yeah, reality, because he changed everything. He showed him how Titan looked when it was all nice. He had three of them. And, then, and, he, gets Vision, the, and he gets the fourth right there in that Vision moment. Vision and then the other one ahead. Well, he gets the fourth in that moment, because it's when Doctor Strange like looks yeah, into the future, so and then it's like, I have yeah, to give him... Yeah, so he had three stones, which, I mean... Three stones was almost, it was a little too much for Iron Man. Iron Man put a cut on him. I mean, he wasn't going to win. But Doctor Strange was able, able to keep him busy for a while. And then he realized, like, this is just a battle of attrition. Like, I have to let you have this stone. That's it. So, they they tell our Doctor Strange that after the fight, Doctor Strange, their Doctor Strange, he wants to keep, well... Him looking for an option, a way to win, he started seeing things and he started messing with stuff. And he was wanting to dream walk and he's doing bad things and he was causing incursions. Well, he was about to cause an incursion. And so he realizes that, oh man, I'm the bad guy now. He's like, y'all gotta kill me. So Black Bolt talks in his face and just melts him. And so they're like, Nah, we don't mess around with this shit because we don't want our world to be destroyed. And you, 616 Strange, you're just as bad as our Strange. So Basically, every Strange, like, Strange is the pinpoint in every universe where the bad fuckery begins. Yeah. So they're like, <laughs> you know what? It's not, it's not Wanda, it's not this, it's not that, it's not even Thanos or whatever. It's you, Strange. Yeah, yeah. Every version of you fucks up its own world. So we're just going to get rid of you. Yeah. And then we don't have to worry about it anymore. So while all of this is happening, Doctor, our Doctor Strange is like, yeah, cool, cool, cool. We really need to be ready because Wanda's coming. He's like, we can we're deal with it. afraid a, of her. Just a Scarlet Witch. We got this. He's like, no, y'all don't get it. This bitch crazy. And they're like, we got this. Oh, why are the alarms going off? What was that explosion? Huh. He's like, I'm telling you, this bitch is crazy. <laughs> and so the Illuminati, they hop down to meet up with the Scarlet Witch. And some choices were made. Guys, shit goes sideways so quick for the so, Illuminati. And like, they thought. So Reed Richards. They fucking thought. Is like, hey, Wanda, I know you're mad or whatever's happening right now. But you got to quit. And she's like, get out of my way. And he's like, my friend Black, Black Bolt over here. He can fuck you up just with his voice. And then she pulls a fucking matrix and is like, well, how can he speak when he doesn't have a mouth? <laughs> and makes his mouth go away. And the first thing Black Bolt does is like, I'm going to say something and blows his own brain out with his voice. And I was like, Jesus Christ. It is graphic as hell. Like I said earlier, this is not for kids. Okay, so please watch this before you show this to your kids. Make a decision that is best for your family because your kids, your small little ones, will have nightmares if they are not used to this kind of thing. And so after this read, uh, Wanda asked Reed, he's like, do you have kids? He's like, yeah, I got kids. Do they have a mom? Like, yeah. Well, good. Someone's going to be able to raise them after this. And I don't think Reed would ever do this. Reed's, he can fight. But he's more of a, oh shit, I'll be back in a couple of hours, and comes back with something scary to fight you with. <laughs> he would not try to swing on her. This Reed don't seem like he's that smart. 
and tries to swing on a Scarlet Witch. You know what she does? Turns him into fucking spaghetti. Legit. And then his head pops because his body is just getting split into little strands of reed. So reed spaghetti on the ground. At this point, Carter and and Rambo are like, oh shit. Well, let's fight. <laughs> That's all we can let's do. Go. Uh, Captain Carter, she actually gets hits on the fucking Scarlet Witch because they're grounded people. So it's just, I don't know, it's just easier for him. But she throws her shield at Wanda and Wanda whips it back at her and she gets cut in half. I was a little sad about this. I think she should have at least tried to catch it back and then just her body gets torn apart because she whipped it so hard. But we did get to hear her say, I can do this all day. Mm-hmm. Which just goes to show. Oh, it was so yeah, good. It, it goes to show that that's just a thing. If you get super soldier serum, you're gonna say that because you're just a tough person. <laughs> oh my gosh, it's so good. Well, not no, it's not even that you're gonna do it if you get super soldier serum because we've seen other people with it. Yeah. L- literally, the entire cast of fucking Falcon and Winter Soldier, except for Falcon, has that super soldier serum, and none of them said it. It's just that special bond that Peggy and Steve have. It's the Peggy Steve thing. Well, no, they got that special Peggy Steve thing in heaven right now because she got cut in half. And now it's up to Captain Marvel. Captain Marvel puts some hands on Wanda. Her power's pretty absurd, um, but it ain't Scarlet Witch absurd. And she gets smushed by some rocks. Yeah, so this is the point um, in the. Marvel kid debate where everyone's like, oh, well, who's the strongest uh, Marvel character? Who's the strongest Avenger? And everyone's like, oh, well, it's Captain Marvel or it's Wolverine because he can never die or it's Deadpool because he never dies and he just regenerates and whatever the fuck. No, all of those answers are wrong. It's Wanda. And we see it right here. Yeah. Habitually. 100%. Like, Phoenix, go fuck yourself because, like... (laughs) Wanda. Well, movie Phoenix, yes. Comic Phoenix, maybe. Oh, not. yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. But habitually. Movie, movie wise. Movie yeah, wise. Habitually in the comics, Scarlet Witch is an issue. And mutants don't like her because she just said no more mutants and turned off everybody's powers. <laughs> she's that strong. She could just say things and they Except go away. Except her own. Right. Everyone but her own. Well, she's not a mutant. In the comics, she is. Yeah, but she's weird in the fucking comics. It's, it's weird stuff. That's but. what I'm saying. When she turned off the everyone's powers in the comics, did she... She kept her. She was the only yeah, one who kept it, right? Yeah, she still had her stuff. It was weird. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, everyone's dead. Oh, from the top rope is Professor X. Yeah, kick her ass, Priff. And he hops into her brain to do what he does best because he don't got no legs. He can't swing on this bitch. So he hops into her brain. He's got a sweet-ass turtleneck on, walking and shit, looking all cute. Cute old man. And he finds that Wanda is trapped under the rubble, just like in WandaVision. That's... How she learned about Stark because one of his missiles came in and just fucked her day up. And so Professor X is like, give me your hand. Maybe if I can save the reasonable happy part of you, we can shut this bitch down because this crazy bitch is in your head. And she gets snatched into the darkness of the rubble. And then Evil Wanda's like, hey, how's it going? And Professor X gets his neck snapped. And I was like, God. Yeah, so all those beautiful cameos that we just got trash thrown down the drain. Within like 10 minutes. But it does leave the possibility open for other universes to, like, now we know for sure Professor X is going to be him. And we're definitely going to see John Krasinski read Richards. And we're going to see 
uh, Sharon Carter again at some point. Hopefully, yeah. please, 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 please. We'll More see Sharon another Carter. Iron Man out there. Apparently, the oh yeah, we're getting Ironheart. Was we were gonna get Tom Cruise in this movie as a version, a variant of Iron Man. Oh yeah, that was everyone's like that's what's gonna happen. But honestly, if they were gonna bring in a variant of Iron Man in this movie, it would have had to have been RDJ. No, just to have somebody else that would have got the part if RDJ well, wasn't there. Well, the thing is, so a lot of the memes that we've seen post-movie are people talking about how the multiverse is like, oh, well, it's Doctor Strange's Benedict Cumberbatch in every universe. Which is stupid. And, well, no, and Wanda is, or what's her name? Elizabeth Olsen is Wanda in every, in oh, every universe. Too. But why? In it some places have to be it should stupid. be different. In fucking Loki... Every Loki was different. Yeah, but he's, it's just, it's really just that one. And Spider-Man. They're the only two characters that are, like, different across think, the universe. I universes. think there should be everybody. There should be some that look exactly the same, but there should be some worlds where it's just, where it's just different you're as just fuck. a little off. Like, you're black in this one, or you're a female, or you're just taller. It's yeah. just, it should be something's different. Or you, you're left-handed or right-handed, or you don't have legs. It should be just different because that's how multiverse works yeah i'm cool with it i'm glad tom cruise was not in it though yeah so at this point mordo is like holy shit and dr strange is like can we please fucking leave i told you this bitch is crazy right i've been saying this for days y'all don't want to fucking listen to me right i'm not here for play play i'm talking truths man so he grabs america grabs new christine 838 christine and they scoot off underground and actually find that uh, in-between multiverse worlds thing from the beginning of the movie. They find that world and they find that universe's book of Vashanti. Hooray! But Scarlet Witch catches up and destroys it. Oh no. <laughs> and she grabs America and uses her powers and sends... Doctor Strange and Christine to another universe, doesn't matter, and grabs America and takes her to Mount Wondergore. And she's like, we're going to do this. I'm taking your powers, bitch. And so in this new world, we find that there is a Doctor Strange who uses the Darkhold and got super corrupted. So it's kind of like the what if version that was trying his best to get back with Christine, but she kept dying. And so it was one of those, like in Doctor Who, it's one of those set spots in time, a fixed point in time that he can't change. And it's like, this person has to die because choices just always happen after this. So that Doctor Strange was able to break reality enough by reading the Darkhold for centuries. And he went evil. And then we meet up later with that one. He kind of becomes good at the end of the What If series because they create their own Avengers Evil Avengers or Dark Avengers, whatever. So, Doctor Strange fights against this evil Doctor Strange. And they have this sweet-ass music battle. So good. And when you hear music battle, you think they danced or sang a song. No, they used actual notes as fucking knives. Yeah. And they throw them at each other. And It was fucking cool. Yeah, it was pretty cool. Pretty cool. And he kills the evil Doctor Strange. Yay! Yay. <laughs> Hooray! And so, Doctor Strange tells Christine, hey, I gotta do that evil dream walk thing. That's the only thing we can do right now, because I can't hop universes like Scarlet Witch or anything. So you gotta watch my body, because 
demons are going to try to fuck with my body because I'm not there anymore. So, Doctor Strange uses the dream walk to hop into the corpse from the beginning of the movie. He hops into his own dead body. And like I said, it's just like an Evil Dead movie. Zombie Strange comes out, looking around all crazy, and he starts his journey to Mount Wondergoer. And Christine is actually defending his body. And so, when they get to the mountain, Wong is climbing up the mountain again because he got knocked off and almost died. I'm glad he didn't die. Zombie Strange and Wong help America actually be able to use her powers because Zombie Strange is like, you had the power inside of you this whole time. Wink! (laughs) There's a little zombie wink with his mouth like torn up. And America is able to actually use her powers. And she realizes, I know the best way to fuck with the Scarlet Witch. She opens up a portal to Billy and Tommy, Wanda's kids, and they see their mom acting all crazy and trying to kill people. And they're like, oh, you're not our mom. And they back away. And she's like, no, I'm your mom. What are you doing? She's like, shut up. Stop screaming. And she's like, oh, my God, I'm bad. (laughs) And that was enough. That was enough for her to snap out of her craziness and... She decides that she's going to destroy all the copies of Darkhold throughout the multiverse. And uh, amazing. apparently going to sacrifice herself, though she ain't fucking dead. And the whole mountain falls down upon her, and you see this red little blip of light really quick. Hey, Scarlet Witch's powers. She ain't dead. She probably got away. So, Doctor Strange, he gets picked up by America, and they send... Christine back to her universe because they don't want to create a whole incursion thing or whatever. So he's like, yeah, you're pretty hot and it probably would have worked out with us, but have fun over here. I'm sorry that your Doctor Strange was an asshole. (laughs) And she's like, hey, you're not that bad of a Doctor Strange. So keep being good. And so a little bit later, Kamartage is built back up. There are new sorcerers being trained and hey, America's there and she's learning how to use magic and do the little sling ring do the circle just like ned and and far from home he was able to really do it really quick i'm proud of him (laughs) yeah um and so she's training and dr strange as he's walking down the street fucking singing raindrops falling on my head he gets a third eye because he was fucking around with the dark hold too much so like i said dark holds all about using bad energy to do things and so he's he's a Doctor Strange that can use bad stuff but still stay good, but he did a little too much of it. Now he's got a third eye, y'all. And so it's just an upgrade for him, honestly. It's not going to be like there's an evil thing inside of him. It's like he's just a mix. The mid credit scene, Doctor Strange is approached by a sorceress. Hey, it's Clea. If you don't know anything about Clea, she is a really good friend of Doctor Strange. She becomes Sorceress Supreme because he's dead in the comics right now. She's trying to get him back. And they actually get married. So they, it seems like they are getting past the whole Christine thing and getting him another person to be like, I like you. So it's fine. Clea's dad, I believe, if I'm counting, if I'm doing it right, is Dormammu. (laughs) That's her dad, so there's going to be some issues with that. So, uh, But no, she talks to Doctor Strange and tells him that, hey, all that fuckery you were doing, there's an incursion happening. 
uh, are you brave enough? Can you, are you strong enough to help me with this incursion, little man? He's like, pops his third eye out. He's like, let's go. And they hop into a portal. So I guess the third Doctor Strange movie is going to be him dealing with all the bullshit he has caused. Well, him, Loki, Loki making out with his fucking self, and Wanda just kidnapping people. All three of them have fucked enough with this multiverse that it's just, it's being held together by tape and fucking glue. So we're going to see what comes of this. So it's a, it's a fun movie, y'all. So Katie, who is your favorite character in Doctor Strange and Multiverse of Madness? I don't know. This is, I don't know. There's so many good characters and some characters I w- wish were in it for longer um, so I don't think I can pick a specific character that I liked necessarily better than any others, but I'm going to say that my favorite portrayal or actor in this movie, who person I think who did the best is absolutely Elizabeth Olsen. Like, I don't necessarily prefer Wanda over Dr. Strange or Wong or America in this film, but Elizabeth Olsen fucking crushed it like her going from calm timid wanda in several different universes and even when they're on the like farm at the beginning to her just going full-on batshit crazy scarlet witch um is amazing and just give elizabeth olsen the awards now like she did so fucking good uh, katie beat me to it i thought she wouldn't pick Wanda, but no, uh, Wanda. She was. She played so many people in this movie. She played a very rightful victim. Uh, a lot of things were taken from her, and no one checked up on her after Avengers. They were like, "Hey, we did it, y'all. Bye." And she's like, f- f- "My husband." But what do I do? And they're like, "Everybody's in the cars driving off," and so she just lost it. And I feel then, like the one person who, the two people who would have checked up on her after Endgame were gone. Yeah, like Tony. Would have. Cap would have, too. But he too, was dead. But and Cap would have. And he was gone. <laughs> yeah. Like, neither, both of them. But yeah, even in this movie, you, you, it seems like she's healing, right? And then it's like, oh, fuck, you're evil. <laughs> she went through so many things. She was... Elizabeth Olsen just... She was oh my the gosh. fucking Jason in this movie. She was the scary thing that no one could stop. Absolutely. And they beat her. They don't even beat her with, with their hands or magic. They have to show her that she's fucking up. And she has. They have to emotionally traumatize her some more. Yeah. Like it's not. She stopped herself. They played on her already emotionally traumatized self. Fuck. I was thinking about it. I was like, wow, they actually didn't beat the villain in this movie. No, they didn't. They They just showed the villain that she's fucking the villain. And she was like, oh. They held up a mirror. They held up a mirror. Fuck. I'm the bad guy. Oh, shit. God damn it. I (laughs) fucked up. Yeah. yeah, She did amazing. Elizabeth Olsen put in work in this movie which is honestly horrific for the future of the mcu because if for any reason she ever snaps like that again now we know there's absolutely nothing to stop her yeah like we've been through the multiverse at this point there's nothing to stop her unless there's another scarlet witch in another universe who could battle her which could happen but i i feel she's gonna try to do some face turn i was talking to steve about it and he's like how does a bitch like this get a face turn after all of this? I'm like, yeah. Well, we're but getting. But if, uh, if it's up to the world and she saves it, and it's like, okay, oh, you're not that bad. Well, I it's, guess it's happening in House of Harkness. I think is where it's gonna yeah. come down to because 
I cannot wait for more Agatha all along. Yeah, it's it's crazy. I I can't see how she can be good again. But even though she was good at the end of the movie, she did kill a lot of people. Yeah. Just like she kidnapped people in WandaVision. She did a lot of bad things. She has not been punished for it. So I guess this movie was her punishment for doing all the bad things. I know it's really interesting because like in if this were any other movie or any of the other like previous MCU films, like Thor would have just came at her neck with a fucking axe and cut her head off. She'd fuck him up. He would have gone for the head immediately. She'd still fuck him up. No, I know. But in reference to Thanos, like Thanos fucked up and when he destroyed, you know... 50% 50% of the entire fucking multiverse, they wrecked him. Like, there was no redemption. There was no, like, I get to live my life in peace now. It was like, no, go fuck yourself. You're dead now. So, that should have happened to Wanda, but they yeah. can't <laughs> do oh, it yeah. to her because she's too strong. She is the Superman of this world now. So yeah, so now we'll have to, they have just, to keep her safe. They're going to have to, like, collect Wanda's from other worlds or something to beat her if she goes insane. Nah, it'll be that one. She'll just pop back up and be like, I'm just here to save the world, y'all, and I'm going to go back into a dark corner. And they're like, no, come to dinner with us, please. And she's like, Ugh. Yeah. So, uh, uh, honorable mention, big ups to Wong, man. He was awesome in this movie. And... I love, someone brought it up, they were like, so they talk about the dark, the dark hold and how you shouldn't be dreamwalking and doing stuff. Doctor Strange, dreamwalked, shouldn't be doing that. Into a dead body, shouldn't be doing that, 100%. Into a multiverse version of himself, shouldn't be doing, he shouldn't even know about that. To fight people. And Wong, seeing that zombie Strange fly up, he was like, fuck yeah! Devil Fucker don't give a shit about the rules because he's like the well, worst about the Well, at that point. <laughs> at that point, yeah. But I expected Wong to be like, is that a zombie? He yeah. didn't even question it. He's like, oh, he's in a dead body. Okay. So, <laughs> yes, big ups to Wong. But I will say, I was upset that there was absolutely zero reference to Wong fucking fighting that big ass dragon thing in Shang-Chi. He's like, going to be in She-Hulk. I'm sure he will be, but like, where, like, that thing in Shang-Chi happened and then they didn't just didn't talk about it. Yeah. Like, well, like, they just looked at him and they watched him fight and then he went through a portal and then he was just in Doctor Strange and, yeah. and there was no reference. Like, he gets bored. I he need more things. stories about Wong. Wong goes off and fights and gambles. <laughs> Give me a Wong show where Wong just love. like travels around the world and does wild ass shit. It looks like Wong is the new uh, Coulson. Coulson. And he's just bringing people together and stuff. Kind of. I feel like he's more. Uh... Damn, I can't even think about it right now. When... But now. I guess kind of like Nakia, where she was just yeah. like, she's just off sometimes. She just like goes off out of Wakanda sometimes. And it's like somehow she knows, just speaks perfect Korean and gets yeah. into like shady ass card games. <laughs> but no, the, the dragon guy, that was Abomination from the Hulk movie. The one with uh, Edward Norton. Okay. And he's going to be in a She Hulk movie. Show. Abomination is? Yeah. He was in that same cage. So when they were done with the well, fight. Well, I, I knew that Hulk was going to be in She-Hulk. Like yeah. Bruce Banner is going to be in She-Hulk. I yeah. Didn't, okay. So after the fight. I haven't watched that trailer yet. So yeah. After the fight when he's with Abomination, they, he opens up a, the slinger, the little portal, and you can see that cell. He's like, I'm going to put you back in the cell. He's like, okay. So he breaks him out every night. They go fight and gamble, and he puts him back in the cell. See, I need a show about Wong. Just like, it doesn't even have to be like, okay, like in the same vein that WandaVision was, where it was like kind of campy and like, here's a 50s sitcom, here's a 60s sitcom. Like, I want an, 
like an 80s or 90s like family rom-com or not rom-com but like comedy show featuring Wong and his adventures around the world just like meeting all sorts of different people and fighting with random fucking folks like give me that show because I want it yeah Wong I honestly think our Stephen Strange has, is a bad influence on him and oh yeah Wong I, I like to think that anymore. he wasn't like this before because he was stuffy in the first he, in the first movie he was so stuffy and then after that this motherfucker is gambling out here fighting folks at night and just he's he was the source of supreme out here fighting in this fucking uh fighter's pit he was he was the sorcerer supreme right then but mm-hmm. he's like i want some money yeah. <laughs> he's getting money inside so big ups to wong i loved every scene he was in he was awesome like i said he watched a zombie of his friend fly by and he's like hmm, okay. and just went about his day that'd be like me if steve was a zombie like oh, that's weird i gotta ask him about that later <laughs> kick his ass yeah um so katie who's your least favorite character oh again i don't know if i have one um i can go first if you don't have something i mean i'm not gonna have anything even if you go first so i'm gonna say i guess the constant switchback of wanda being bad like okay i watch kids for a living you guys all know this and one of the kids i watched just recently got into marvel uh, she's about to turn 10 and she's super hyped. And her favorite character right now is Wanda. She just finished WandaVision. She's super hyped on Scarlet Witch and Wanda. And if she watches this movie, it's going to break her heart. Like little girls all around the world who fell in love with Wanda via the last few movies she's been in and WandaVision are going to be heartbroken to watch their favorite character just be a fucking bad guy the whole time this is not really a concept that little kids not that kids can really grasp or understand like why their favorite character is being a villain it's like okay if your first your favorite character is superman and you're like yay superman 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 and then you know you're still really little and you see him on red kryptonite and he's just murdering folks and he kills lois lane and he kills all these people and you're just like what the fuck dude you're my favorite why would you do that like that's what's happening right now with wanda and i hate that for all these kids that are just in love with her at this point it sucks because i don't know it just it's hard for it will be hard for them to grasp i feel like i get you on that so being that this is a legit horror movie loved it I went into thinking about my least favorite character with the tropes of a horror movie, and we had all the tropes. People that didn't, that don't believe you. They're like, "Hey, there's a big scary thing coming this way." Okay, yeah, there's a big scary thing coming. Oh God, the big scary thing. And there's people that are trying their best to stop it. The people that know how to stop it get fucked up. It, it, it. All the steps are here from a typical horror movie. And everybody played their parts just right. Even the people that were like, come on, we got this. And they got their ass waffle stumped. I'm like, that's what they get. There wasn't anybody in this movie that when they popped on the screen, I was like, we got, you know, five minutes of this. There was nobody. I enjoyed everybody with what they did. So, oh, (laughs) I know one scene I didn't like. That was with Billy and Tommy. I was talking to Katie about this before. Oh, the ice cream the, song? Their ice cream song. They're like, it would be nice if we had ice cream. 
And she's like, oh, what a beautiful song. I'm like, that song sucked. Hey, you gotta like, I guess, what your kids throw your way. I don't know. Cream. Like, shut up. Go to bed. I'm eating all the ice cream when you go to bed. So, but no, everybody played their parts just right. It was awesome. So, I don't have one. So, let's do seven word synopsis. I only have one. Sam Raimi out here doing God's work. Now, review-wise, go fucking figure. Fans are like, that was awesome. There are some reviewers that are like, that was that was a lot. I'm confused. So, it's the ratings... It's a little lower than other Marvel films, because Marvel movies get, like, A's and shit. The last time I saw it, I believe it was at a B. It might be at a B. I feel it's going to be at a B- when it finally settles in the next month or two, which is perfectly fine, because it's making the money. That's the important part. I don't know if it's going to hit a billion, uh, but it depends on DVD sales and all that stuff. It's probably going to be pretty close to a billion, I believe, but... We'll see. But it made its money instantly. It pre-sales was already done with its its money. So there's no fear that this was a flop or anything. But some people think that, oh, if the Marvel movies don't get, you know, an A-plus rating, it was a failure. Which I kind of get that because they will make their money. They'll instantly make it. Like, it's at that point, just like with Star Wars movies. Star Wars movies... Could be two hours of somebody shitting in a bag. It's still going to make almost a billion. Because people are going to go watch it. So, I think people really gauge the strength of a Marvel movie just off the ratings. Because it's like, yeah, y'all are going to make $800 million easy. Everybody's going to watch it. There's nothing else to do. Fucking COVID's happening. What else are we going to do? You know? So, it just depends on how everybody feels rating-wise. But, yeah, I still loved it. So, Katie? The Stronghold fucks Wanda's life up again. So that's actually my running theory. After, at the end of WandaVision, when she's like accepted things, she hears her kids screaming for help from the Darkhold. And she's like, oh shit. And she starts using the book to find a way to find him. I think the book was just making those voices up. Because they never talk about that again. Because she's like, oh, my kids are somewhere. I got to find them. Mm Mm-hmm. No one was calling for help. Those kids were fine. Oh, absolutely. It the was book the dark was just hole. like, hey, hey, I can help you find your kids. Just do bad stuff with me. She's oh, like, absolutely. It was the dark hole. That's what yeah. was fucking up Agatha, too. Oh, like, yeah. I mean, we don't know if Agatha was oh, ever she was good. Evil before, she evil yeah, yeah, she's been evil for like 400 years, according to the show. But yeah, the dark hole is wild. Okay. And then my last one um, had more jump scares than Insidious 2. <laughs> Sorry. Yeah. Uh, we just watched that, so that's on my brain. Yeah, in this movie, you don't expect a good jump scare. There there's was, there's quite a few. There was one where, like, you know, it's dark and Wanda turns the lights on and somebody's just, face is just there, like, hi. And I'm like, oh, shit. It got it's me good. good. So, uh, but no, this, it's, it's a fun ride. So, this film came out May 6th, 2022. What do you think the budget was, Katie? Oh, God, I don't know. Uh, $180 million. Not bad. $200 million. Okay. What do you think the box office at this point? As of recording, uh, I think they're like at 750 
Ooh, I was close. Okay. So they're getting there. They're getting there. It's oh, it'll cross a billion probably because yeah, we still a, got a little while until the next Marvel film comes out. Yeah, it, it'll hit a billion. I'm not worried about that. Yeah, but I, I like it. It's for its, you know, for the movie, it's good. But like I said, I just felt it was a bit hectic, just pacing wise, and other people have said that too. So I'm not the only one. I it just felt very frantic. But I liked. Like I said, I like and the I'm fine with it. It, it. It's just so different from other Marvel movies, which I'm fine with that. It's just, it just, it was a lot for me. And I like wild, dumb shit. And I was like, God damn, this movie is fucking going. And I was like, you know, I'm not complaining. I'm just like, I feel like it needs to sit still for a second. <laughs> you know what I don't, we didn't mention at all? Um, the music in this film. Oh, yeah. Um, Ultimate. This is actually his first Marvel film. No, second. I read. He did Age of Ultron. Oh, well, that movie sucked, so. Yep. It's just first. It's first. <laughs> well, okay, Danny Elfman. Hooray. He did great. Yeah. We got that sweet-ass that version That fucking music of, battle was dope. Of the X-Men thing. Oh, I need, yeah. I need oh them to God. fully flesh that out. That sounded great. I mean, we're, we're getting that X-Men theme again in X-Men 84. Oh, I know. Or 94, 97. X-Men 97. Yeah. I just, they need to put that on Spotify. Like, hey. X-Men theme. I'm like, thank I you. I cannot wait. Oh. No, Danny Elfman did amazing in this. He did good. The, the music was really, really good. I didn't hear any haunting kid vocals in it. No, that's not. Yeah, that is Danny Elfman. The haunting kid vocals? La, 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 la. Oh. Like Tim Burton I never films. think of those as kids. I always think of that. But yes. La, 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 la. Yeah, that's Beetlejuice. <laughs> yeah, I didn't hear any haunting vocals like that. Yeah. I don't know. <laughs> there probably was at some point. Oh, I mean, there was that shitty ass ice cream song. So <laughs> that's haunting. Ice cream. Oh, man, yeah, that that's sucks. haunting. Okay. Uh, do you have anything else to say about Doctor Strange and Multiverse of Madness? No, this movie is really good. If you enjoy Marvel films, you should go see it. If you enjoy scary films, you should go see it. Um, please watch it before you let your kids watch it, though. Honest, yeah. Honestly, it, it is... I don't usually say this about movies, uh, about our regular Spotlight Series movies, but this is definitely one of those ones where you should check it out and make your own decisions about whether or not your kids should see it because it's kind of wild, y'all, and there's a lot happening. If you have problems with flashing lights or seizures, don't watch this movie. There are several scenes where they're like falling through the multiverse or it is just a fucking acid trip. Like, oh, yeah. you're going to get fucked up. So, it's a really good movie, but there's a lot happening, guys. Yeah. When when I was sitting in the theater and, like, when Black Bolt's head just kind of just mushes in. Oh, that was rough. It reminded me of when I went to see Hostel in the theaters. <laughs> and, like, when the wild things happened, the whole theater was like, God damn, you know? We never seen anything like that before. And when Black Bolt's head just... And I was like, shit. And everybody else was like, oh, it, I, when it's, his, it's been a while, you know. When his head did that, everyone like collectively f- kind of freaked out in the theater. And then right after that, she turns Reed Richards into just spaghetti. Like, and it's just shit. like, oh my. It was like <laughs> one right after the other. It is intense. And even the most intense Marvel fans were not expecting that. So just give, give your kid... 
give yourself a heads up. Watch it before you let yeah. your kids watch it. Right. Like, you know your kids better than anybody. You know if they will have nightmares from this wild shit. So, <laughs> Mom, watch, I'm scared. Watch I'm scared it first. Of what? I'm scared Scarlet Witch going to make me blow my head up. And like, yeah. no, no, baby. I'm scared Scarlet Witch going to turn me into spaghetti. <laughs> yeah. Check under the bed. I don't want to be spaghetti. <laughs> I'd be so terrified. Exactly. Exactly. Oh, man. Absolutely. My oldest sister, if we were kids when this movie came out, she would tell me that she knows Scarlet Witch. She's she, friends with, Dr. with the Scarlet, Scarlet Witch. Witch and then give her a call. And put she, her on the phone. My sister would do this to me. She, she said she knew Freddy Krueger. And if I messed with her stuff again, she would get Freddy Krueger to come over and kill me. And she's like, see, Freddy's on the phone. And she handed me the phone, and, and I don't know, one of her friends was like, I'm going to kill you, Otis. I was like, oh, shit. <laughs> I was like, oh, it's fucking Fred. And you know, I threw the phone down and ran off. Guys, childhood traumas of the 90s were different. We are built different. Oh, so she absolutely be like, I know Scarlet Witch. I'm like, you don't know her. And fucking she's like, siblings. Yeah, yeah, I'm Scarlet Witch. I'm going to turn you to spaghetti tonight. You're like, oh, shit. And I'd run away, wiggling. Yeah. But no, uh, it's fun. So. If you have any other cool fun facts about Scarlet Witch, just like she had an incestuous relationship with Quicksilver in the comics. Oh, can we not? For a while, it was a lot. Can we not? You can tweet us at... Allentown Pod. We have an email, it is. Allentownpresents at gmail.com. We have a Facebook at... Allentown Presents. That's going to go away soon, so... Shh. Yeah. I need to get that Instagram going. Apparently, a lot of people like Instagram. Oh, I don't. Or TikToks. Mm. I'm just going to do TikToks like Bella's butt. Yeah, here's our view during recording. Yeah. Our cat's ass. Yeah. Bella just on the mic. Probably just hear rubbing sound. Like, what the fuck was that? It's our cat eating the mic. Yep. So, uh, but no, this this one's fun. I enjoy, I feel we're going to really enjoy this month of comic books movies. Oh, absolutely. Because a lot of new ones, like, it's fucking Batman, man. Yeah. And, we're and nerdy and we like comic books. There's some good ones out there, so... I, I'm having a good time. I love comic book movies, especially now. There's some old ones that are like poop shit, but still have good moments, merits to it. Just like fucking Daredevil, the original one. There's some merits there. We get a Black Kingpin. And we are. Great, so. I think we are definitely in the prime of comic book movies. Not to say that, you know, 10 years ago or whatever when the MCU started wasn't the prime, but I feel like we are finally in a place where the ideas from the the original ideas from the comic books have been able to be translated very well onto the screen. Like we finally hit that place with visual effects and things like that. Like we are doing, there are things happening in movies. Like we couldn't have pulled this movie off in the nineties. No, we couldn't have. If someone tried to pull this movie off in the nineties, it would look like a fucking shit show. But the, but Dr. Strange right now, beautiful. It was a beautiful movie. I feel you know, in money, the numbers are kind of betraying my words right now. But I feel we are to one of the valleys. Oh yeah. Of yeah, yeah, comic yeah. book movies, I don't, I don't, I don't mean, think it can get any better. I don't that. mean popularity necessarily, because I, there's always going to be a waxing waning of popularity of movies. Like, you know, every ten years, there's like a surge of sports movies, and a whole bunch of them come out all at once, like, within a couple of years, and everyone's like, yay, football, baseball, soccer movies, hooray, and then they go away, and everybody forgets they exist for 10 years, and it comes back. There's definitely a waxing and waning that will happen with superhero films here any minute now, but 
even without that, not counting into, not taking into account, like, the box office results or the audience, like, intention, like, going to see it, technology-wise, we are at a perfect time for comic book movies. Oh, absolutely. We have finally reached a place where, you know, we can make a Dr. Manhattan and it doesn't look like poop shit. Like, yeah. Like, CGI has come so far and mocap mo and all these different things, like... I don't know. Movies are just looking so fucking cool right now. And giving people the, you know, powers or whatever looks fucking realistic now. And it's so cool, guys. We're in a great time to watch, to to enjoy comic book movies. So you should enjoy them with us. Yeah, that's spiffy. So, like always, thank you so much for listening. We'll be back very, very soon with another comic book movie. Okay, bye, guys. Bye. Cream, it'd be nice if we could get ice cream. No.